Ladies and gentlemen, I'm full of optimism. Einstein's theory of relativity. We're still seeing it quite well through that haze. E equals MC. That all men are created equal. About the future innovations. And growing strength in the air. This is Finding Your Frequency with your hosts, Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. It's time to speak up, share your voice, and hear from the thought leaders. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Friday. Friday is the best day of the week because it's Finding Your Frequency Friday. And of course, we are none other than located right here in downtown Phoenix at the Phoenix Convention Center going live from Phoenix Fan Fusion. As you guys listen to the show today, you're probably going to hear us refer to this as Phoenix Confusion. And I want to just set a precedence now. It is not because we don't like the event. The event itself is not confusing. Everybody at Square Egg is amazing. It's just been confusing with the name the last couple of years. We understand the legality, and you can hear more about that uh, when we uh, drop some behind-the-scenes interview uh, stuff that we're going to be delivering tomorrow uh, from an interview we did with Tom Levine. I'm Ryan Treasure from Finding Your Frequency. I'm joined here with Andy Costello, our fantastic graphic designer and one of the hosts of Atomic Monsoon. Andy, what's up, buddy? Hey, Ryan. How's it going? It's fantastic. We are at the 2019 Phoenix Comic Con. So it's it's Finding Your Frequency Friday at Phoenix Fan Fusion? Yes. That That's is, a lot of alliteration. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. Say that five times fast. No. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, man, what a great day we had yesterday. We had uh, our press passes, so that allowed us some early entry down into the uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, into the space and got some good interviews. Uh, we got some stuff coming out later this week with Tom Nock. Uh, he is the uh, Todd Nock, who's drawn Spider-Man yeah. and Nightcrawler and uh, Deadpool. Kind of, yeah, Deadpool. Teen Titans. Teen Titans. Young Justice. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, hey, we got our first guest joining us. We got some fantastic human beings here. Uh, we have uh, Stephanie and Connor Hins uh, joining us. You guys, welcome to uh, the Finding Your Frequency show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you. So we're sitting over here and we're getting ready to go live on the show. And I see a giant Sony Walkman just rolling down the floor. <laughs> Right, and it's uh, for those of you guys who don't know, uh, Star Lord's uh, Walkman, the one uh, from the movies. And so it's literally a life-size one. I think it's bigger than you, Connor. Yes, yeah, it is. It's yes. about six and a half feet tall. Yeah, and it's got some bumps in the trunk. I mean, he comes <laughs> over here rolling. You can hear the bass; it's fantastic. And then he's got his nice uh, Han Solo dressed up, and uh, of course we have. Carol Danvers over here, uh, yep. Captain mm-hmm. Marvel. So, you guys, let's just kind of tell us a little bit about your cosplay, Connor. Let's start with you. Yeah, um, well, so this this one was a, a goodwill find for myself, um, kind of put it together last minute, but at least with the, the cool one behind me, the uh, the, the Walkman, um, that was one, had the idea a couple months ago, I don't know if people remember, but in 2016 Comic-Con, there was a, uh, it was right after the SNL skit that had come out with Sean Spicer, um, so the guy was rolling around on, <laughs> on, his, a, on a, his podium. With a lectern. Yeah, yes. yeah, the lectern podium. We, I interviewed him on the yeah. show that year. Oh, that's that awesome. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he would just, he would talk at people and then like move through them. So I was like, I need to have something that's that's along those lines. So <laughs> That's great. Uh, speaking of that guy, when he was here, uh, we were set up in the booth just like this and he rolled it up. I handed him a microphone. He put it in the holder on the lectern and sat there and we did the interview. <laughs> and he stayed in character the whole time too, that's which fantastic. was really cool. Uh, so it was great, man. Well, hey, thanks for joining us on the yeah, show, man. Absolutely. I love it. Uh, always good to run into you guys. Um, of course, big Marvel fan over here, Carol Danvers. Tell us about your cosplay. So uh, 
when they announced that they were doing uh, the Captain Marvel movie last year, I was like, okay, okay, let's see how the trailers and the photos and everything look. And then potentially I'll debate on doing a costume. And then as more trailers and stuff came out and then I saw the movie, I was like, okay, I really need to cosplay as Carol Danvers because <laughs> she's pretty much me in a nutshell. Um, and I realized that I really wanted to do her full jumpsuit with the bomber jacket, but time and money and heat is a thing. So I ended up throwing together uh, her look when she's running around in the 90s attire. Uh, so I've got, you know, the hat, I've got the jacket. That's, and that's right when she lands on Earth, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The flannel, <laughs> jeans, combat boots, all the, the whole nine yards, the nine-inch nail shirt. The legit nine-inch nail shirt. Yep. Nice, um, nice. Though this morning, though, I was I was actually going to use, like, a temporary, like, one-day hair dye type thing, like a wax in my hair, and it just it didn't work. So I uh, ended up purchasing a wig here. Oh. With a wig cap and everything, and it actually works pretty well. Like it's probably be- it's better than the wig I use for when I cosplayed Juvia from Fairy Tales. So okay, so, I didn't yeah. even know she was wearing a wig. <laughs> <laughs> so that, you fooled me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so it works. The thing is, though, surprise. Yeah, no, that's why it's it works. All the other wigs I have just it, it's obvious that it's a wig. But um, wh- one of the nice things about this wig though is that uh, everyone who's like who knows me is like, wait, it's you. Oh my god. <laughs> it, it took me a second when you're walking up, and it's weird because our cubes are right next to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. I'm blonde right now, so right, not right. brunette. Yeah. <laughs> so guys, you know, one of the things I wanted to talk about on on the show as we're here from Phoenix Fan Fusion, we're live. There is, you know, a lot of people that you know may have listened to shows or podcasts, and they hear all about the con and all the different things. And, and you know, I wanted to just take a couple of minutes and you know stick to the premise of what the Finding Your Frequency show is about, and you know. I always ask our guests when they come on, you know, how do they find their frequency in life and in business? How do they decide to, you know, take that leap of faith and follow their passions and their dreams? And, you know, I think that same type of passion that entrepreneurs have to uh, start companies and, you know, really go and be successful from a business perspective, I think is really the same type of passion that drives the individuals that come to the con every year, you know, supporting it, dressing up, um, being in character. Uh, I was telling Andy yesterday, I was so surprised at how many people are are, are in character, mm-hmm. like literally all weekend, and they don't break character no. and they stay that way. And sometimes it's a little freaky um but you know for you guys you know where did you find your frequency and i'm gonna start with uh start with you connor where did you find your frequency and and start coming to cons and what made you what was a driving factor behind you you know getting so involved um yeah you know i think so in terms of myself finding your frequency what is always kind of meant to me is really just embracing who you are and bringing who you are to to everything you do and i know that that sounds kind of cliche but um about five years ago, a buddy of mine invited me to a, a Star Wars lightsaber combat group at, over at ASU. I was still a college student. I was like, okay, lightsaber combat group? You can't be serious. Um, so I joined him. That's a thing? Yes. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, it is. Um, and that's, oddly enough, where I met Stephanie, my wife. Um, you know, and it's just, it's gone from there. It's mm-hmm. awesome. What about you, Stephanie? What, what kind of got you into the whole mix? So, uh, originally, when... Uh, so I, I thought, like, back in high school, like, I really wanted to go to cons, but I never really, you know, had the time, had the money. I was always so busy with Color Guard, always so busy with something that I just never had the time or the energy. Um, plus, this is always this is Memorial Day weekend, and I, sw- I was still in school at this point in high school, so, because they didn't get out until the week, until, like, after Memorial Day. Right. Um, but uh, in college, one day, I was sitting in my intro to storytelling class, and we were allowed to have laptops and someone was on their laptop and they were scrolling through Facebook and 
suddenly this thing came up from Phoenix Con, and it was an image of a guest who was coming to the convention, and it was a f- picture of Nathan Fillion from Castle and Firefly. And I was like, I've heard of okay, that now I gotta go. <laughs> so, um, so I made every every effort. Uh, thankfully, the money I got from graduation, from high school, and things like that, I was able to throw together, um, as well as like some checks I got had gotten from like scholarships and stuff. I was able to throw together the money, get the full event pass, and I. I came to Con in 2014, uh, and I, I, I had a blast. I enjoyed every second of it, but what's been bringing me back has been Syndicate Saber United because yeah. later that same year, actually, no, oddly enough, uh, that same weekend in 2014 is when Syndicate was first founded. How many how many Syndicate members are there? Uh, there are about 50. 50 to 60 members. That, but would, at least, wow. that yeah. would that would be why everywhere I go, I keep running into them. Yeah. We're, we're pulling into the parking lot this morning in the parking garage. I'm getting out and I had to mm-hmm. unload the camera for the panel it's yeah. tomorrow. And I'm unloading the panel and I look over and there's a woman and I saw the logo for yep. the, the thing. I'm like, are you at the syndicate? She's like, yep. <laughs> she says hi or whatever. And then I was like, told her that I knew you. And she's like, oh, God, that girl's super cool. And then I get the elevator. I get down to the bottom of the elevator. I get off the elevator. There's another person from Yeah, no. Syndicate. So we, we have 50 mem- like we have fifty to 60 members, but we have at least between like 20 to 30 active Probably 30 members. active people that, that awesome. come so, to the practice. Yeah, no, so, you, yeah. so you run into our friend Angie. She's known as the, the mini Mando because she's so short and she wears man- when she wears her yep. Mando armor. Um yeah, but she yeah. had everything on, on the, like from the bottom, but yeah. the t-shirt. She yeah, had, yeah she no. Hadn't, she hadn't got all she, Stay comfortable. So I think yeah. she's manning the table when we head off to do our uh, our <laughs> first show true. today. So, Well, hey, I want to thank you guys so much for joining us no on problem. Finding Your Frequency and being our first guest of the thank live you, show. Yeah. Thank of you. Course. We really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys, don't forget to go listen to Atomic Monsoon. Stephanie and Andy are both co-hosts of Atomic Monsoon. They did a great uh, interview episode yesterday, and there's no better person to promo that than you guys. So promo that episode. Let my listeners, uh, the the, the our listeners, the Finding Your Frequency listeners, know where they can uh, find your guys' show, Finding uh, uh, Atomic Monsoon. Yeah, you can head right over to AtomicMonsoon.com. That'll redirect you to Voice America's variety channel, uh, get you specifically to our show. Um, Atomic Monsoon is subtitled The Maelstrom of Pop Culture Discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, we just talk about comics and movies and TV and video games and nerd stuff. All the fun stuff. All the fun stuff. The and fun uh, stuff. yesterday we had my friend Val Hoshberg on, who does the wonderful webcomic Mystery Babylon. Um, and I listened to the episode like we, we recorded it live here I listened to it when I got home last night and I liked it so much I listened to it again as I was going to bed um, <laughs> nice. and I, I mean I'm a little bit biased because you know it's my show but uh, <laughs> I, I think it might be the best show we've done yeah no I I, I, I still have yet to have time to listen to it because mm-hmm. last night just after everything there was a lot going on but you yeah, know you can find us also on like Spotify Twi- um, you know all types of uh, streaming services, yeah, YouTube. All of your favorite podcatchers. We get most yep. of our episodes on YouTube. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. Redbubble. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can Gmail us if you you know have any questions or such. So yeah, awesome. Yeah. And all of those links are right on AtomicMonsoon.com. And you can also find Syndicate Saber on Facebook. So. There you go. Awesome. Yeah, thank you guys very no much. Problem. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, and we're going to be going down at 1.30 here and yep. to check out your guys' first uh, event that you have. Yep, awesome. we have to so, go get ready for it right now. So. All right, well, all you right. guys go cool. do that. Thank you for joining us on yeah. Finding no Frequency. We thank appreciate you. it. Ladies and gentlemen, we're coming at you live right here from the Phoenix Fan Fusion 2019, uh, right here from the Phoenix Convention Center. What a great event. I mean, Andy, yeah. thank, thank you for jumping in and, and helping us host out today. We really, really appreciate it, man. Oh, not not a problem. I appreciate you having me on. 
Right on. Well, we got a next uh, couple sets of guests that are joining us here today. Uh, so I want to welcome these guys. I met this nice young lady the other day as we were walking up the elevator, and she's cosplaying uh, Harley Quinn. Hi, how are you? Hi, it's nice to see you again. So tell the uh, listeners who you are and a little bit about your cosplay. Well, today I am Harley Quinn from the video game Injustice God Among Us from the alternate universe. Oh, the alternate universe. Mm-hmm. I always like the alternate universes. That's always good. And and your friend you have here, um, she's got the wildest looking contacts in her eyes. Uh, uh, what what is hers? She she does have those very <laughs> wild contacts. <laughs> but she is helping me today, and she is here as my put it. And she is here <laughs> for those who not do not know. She is Joker. That's awesome. And for those of you guys who don't know, uh, Joker and Harley Quinn are an item. I'd prefer uh, not to talk about that. Oh, okay. Well, we got to keep it hush. So where can people find you online? <laughs> um, I'm on Tumblr as The Mad Molly and on Instagram and Facebook as Molly Bukowski, B-U-K-O-W-S-K-I. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming over here and showing us your fantastic cosplay and talking a little bit about it. We appreciate it. Absolutely. You guys have a great day. Thank and everybody you. else, if you're out there, come down to the Phoenix Comic Con. It's amazing. You get to talk about everything you love and who you can be whoever you want to be. Ah, that's fantastic. Thank you so much. You know, we have another guest that's going to be joining us right here, uh, Mr. Jeff Pena. Jeff, how are you today? Pretty good. How are you doing? Pretty good. So, Jeff, tell us a little bit about yourself. What are you doing here? Uh, I write and draw stuff. Uh, I write and draw my own comic books, prints, original artwork pieces. Uh, I've got about my 15th graphic novel debuted here. Um, Yeah, I I just want to make comics and uh, make people uh, give good stories to people to read and you're pretty damn good at it yeah I, yeah I, I, I like to think so yeah uh you know? jeff and i used to work together nice. at um one of the comic stores i worked at around town uh we can just we can plug samurai oh, right yeah, 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 we, yeah we worked at samurai comics it's local yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah they're right but up the, the owner lives here. here too it's not right. like a oh, yeah. chain right. of comic <laughs> book the owners stores. are here yeah yeah uh, somewhere <laughs> yeah yeah well i know mariah was here yesterday um, yeah they've both been here all week okay yeah yeah fantastic yeah no jeff and i worked together and i ran into him last night uh right before i was taken off and I thought, oh, Jeff should be on the show. We should absolutely talk to Jeff about, you know, he's been doing uh, Dr. Oblivion for ever. Too long. Right? Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to ask. Just kind of yeah. uh, explain to the listeners, you know, what um, what kind of stories you're working uh, on and, and what maybe they may know you for. I, I have a couple of different series. Uh, Dr. Oblivion's Guide to Teenage Dating is the one I've been doing the longest. Um, it's about a supervillain whose teenage daughter starts dating the town's teen superhero. Um, <laughs> the next one that's probably the most popular is Bosco and Fleet, Detectives of the Occult Sciences. Where it's a talking octopus and gorilla that solve occult crime in Victorian London. Uh, so that one's kind of like a monster Sherlock Holmesian kind of thing. I would read that. Uh, and I got another one called Super Pawn, where it's two brothers that work at a pawn shop that are slackers, but the pawn shop sells equipment to wannabe superheroes and uh, you know actual heroes and stuff like that, just dealing with them as like regular retail customers. So like pause my pawn my laser gun or yeah, you know, like, yeah, like my shield or here's something. my freeze ray, but I, I can't be a villain walking and get it or you know stuff like that. It's 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 a way to vent retail. Uh, past retail experiences. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool too, because it's always funny too when you go to the pawn shop. You never know what people are are pawning, so you get, oh, yeah. you get in there and you're like, "Wow, I didn't know superheroes had these kind of toys." This yeah, is a, this is pretty cool. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, and and even working in comic stores, we get a lot of people who you don't know what they're going to bring in. Oh yeah. And uh, sometimes it's stuff we're looking for, and sometimes it's stuff we're very much not looking for. Yeah. So yeah. it's great yeah. when it's stuff we're looking for. Yeah. You get yeah. to see some really cool stuff roll through the shop. Uh, every now and then you get one where it's like, what's that white powdery substance that's covered in your spawn issues there, buddy? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why are these pages stuck together? No. Yeah. Oh, what were you no. baking? Yeah. <laughs> what were you baking? <laughs> <laughs> or were you just baked? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so. That's pretty cool. And so how many times have you been to uh, one of these types of events? Is this something you do every year here I, Phoenix? I, uh, Phoenix, this is – I, you know, I was talking to my niece about this. I think this is my 12th year coming to this show. Um, I do about a dozen shows a year on average. Sometimes I've done 18. Sometimes I've done seven. Um, but, yeah, I've been doing this for years. Uh, I've been doing the con circuit consistently as like my main job for about seven years now oh that's gotta be yeah. fun yeah it's it's a little exhausting like this it's week better than a stick in the eye oh heck yeah man like i could be working <laughs> on ac units in the middle of summer so I'd, i'll definitely take this that's funny that you brought that up when we drive on our way here from the office we pass by like a refrigeration oh, school <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i was like i was like i bet you that school has a lot of students oh man yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I would just lose a finger. I just know that. I'd be like, what's this? Why is this in this fan work? No, no, we're talking about air conditioning. And I can't help but mention, like, um, and Andy and I got off the elevator yesterday. I walked out of the elevator from the parking garage, and this wave of cool air hit me. And I was like, is it? Is it March? Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Because last year, I mean, it was like 105 degrees. It was kind of yeah, a, a like, bear to stand outside. Well, and normally, like, like I said, I've done the show a lot. It's usually about 100, 120 right now. So the <laughs> right. fact that we're not like melted blobs is, uh, you know, the fact that I walked out of my car and it's colder outside than it was in my car. It's like, all right. That happened to me last night when I got home. I, like I, I opened the door and like a wave of heat hit me. From, from the inside house. Yeah. And I was like, I'm in Phoenix. How is this possible? The air yeah. conditioning has been on all day. Yeah. Like, what What happened? Yeah, I got home, and I'm, I, I told my wife, and I'm like, it's really hot in here. She's like, I have the AC at 74. I'm like, no, it's hot in here. And I open up the door, and she's like, oh, my gosh. How cold <laughs> yeah. is it out there? I'm like, 67, according to the dash. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, last night when we got home, I just opened up the doors and the windows and all that. I had a nice I – yeah. I woke up this morning, and the temperature on the thermostat said it was 71 degrees in the house. Oh, it's beautiful, I used man. no air conditioning. Yeah. It was all cooled by Mother Earth. I and, slept with the window open last night. I felt like I was carbon neutral for like a day. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was crazy. I'm just I, I'm I'm I don't I've, I lived here for 20 years now and I don't remember a summer that's been like this. Mm-hmm. So Jeff, question for you, right? Um, finding your frequency. We always ask all of our guests um, about how they found their frequency. So for you, when when was that moment? When did you go like you know I know I know you said seven years ago you started doing this as your full time right. gig, but when was that moment that you were like aha? This is what I'm doing. I know exactly where I'm going. I found my frequency. I'm following that path. Uh, I think I was in sixth grade. Like, honest to God. Like, I, I, I made up my first character in sixth grade. Uh, I had a buddy uh, who would give me some Marvel trading cards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Started collecting comics there. And I'm like, I want to make my own comic books. And started making my own characters and everything. And, uh, I mean, I have a degree in computer animation I've pretty much, honestly, never used. Um, but I just started creating character after character after character. And... After a while, my buddy uh, in high school gave me a copy of Scud the Disposable Assassin, and I was like, you can do this on your own. You don't have to be Marvel or DC. You can just do this. Uh, I'm going to do that. Yeah, and so like make my own. Yeah, so like I went to do the computer animation thing as a backup plan. I've always just wanted to do comics. Like you know, I don't, I'm not making comics to go make a movie and uh, I'll take the money. But like <laughs> I, you know, and like I'm, my purpose is to make comic books and, and right. to do that and yeah. tell my story. So yeah, and and really like. Um, when I started going gung ho and go, I need to do this as my job. This needs to bring in the money to pay for the mortgage. This needs to yeah. feed us and feed our kid and our cats and all that stuff. Uh, we went to go see the Muppets, like the the Jason Segel Muppets movie. And there's a line in there where it's like, you know, you got to believe in yourself in order to become who you are. That's what being an adult is. And I'm like, all right. And then my wife just looks at me in the theater because she had been pushing me for years <laughs> to try. That was that. That was that moment. It was that moment yeah. where it's like, all right. 
All right, I'll go quit tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good story. You know, I, I find it interesting because Andy and I were doing interviews yesterday with, you know, a couple different other uh, artists. And I think that there's a common thread with, you know, you guys as artists. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it all seems to stem from extremely early childhood where you guys kind of felt like, oh, man, I love doing this. This is fun. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, and, yeah. then, and then you see people's reactions to the work that you create and it, make, it makes another person happy. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. And yeah. That's, that's the, I mean, for me, that's the thing. Yeah. I, I, it's enough that it makes me happy, right? Like personally, that's enough for me. Mm-hmm. But also when, you know, I make a thing and someone's like, oh, dude, that's awesome. I'm like, cool. That means like my time wasn't completely for me. Yeah. It, was, it was worth it. It was putting something nice into the world. And that's what I like doing. Like even when I'm like on my Facebook, I don't talk politics. I don't talk anything incendiary mm-hmm. or anything like that. I like post pictures of my kid, of my cats, comic strips, places I'm going. Oh, hey guys, check this cool thing out that I saw mm-hmm. in Denver or in in uh, New Mexico or what, you know, just like there's enough crap out there. I don't want to yeah. be adding to it. I just, I just literally had learned that lesson recently. Uh, I had told myself, oh, I'm not posting anything political, this, that, or the other. And somebody had shared something on my timeline that I thought was funny. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I shared it. Right. I should have made a comment on why I was sharing right. it rather than just sharing it. Right. And some one of my friends took offense to my post mm-hmm. and ended up unfriending me. And this is a person I've known for like 15 years. Yeah. And so I finally sent him a text message and I said, look, if you're that upset about something that I posted on Facebook, I mean, you could just like talk to me normally rather than, you know, unfriend yeah. Yeah. me. And so then at that point I decided I'm no longer going to share anything like that. I'm keeping everything all about the radio show, the kids, the family. Yeah. And it's just, you know, all it's things. so much easier too. like, I don't, I try not to vent every now and then I'll get like in my, like my hangry mood and be like, ah, everything's terrible. And people are got, and I like, I type it up and I see it and I'm like, no, I'm going to delete. Yeah. This. You don't need to add I, that I don't, to I don't, I don't need to add that to yeah. the world. We got enough yeah. going on and you yeah. know, like my cat does something stupid. That's different. You right, know, but well, your cats do a lot of silly things. Oh so. man, yeah. Well, isn't that's the point of the cat? I mean, to have a right. nice, oh, yeah. uh, a fun, entertaining relationship with oh. your furry friend. Oh man, he's just a yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, my wife and I have animals. We absolutely love them. They're our fur babies, so we, oh yeah, we feel that for sure. Uh, Simba's twelve years old this year. He's our first kid. We call him, and Temba was our second. So when we adopted our baby girl, we're like, oh okay, we got it right this time because we screwed up the cats. Now we know not to placate her every time. Uh-huh. You know, so yeah, yeah, and I figured like you know, my wife and I had probably four or five dogs before we had children. Yeah, you know, so it was kind of really good practice. And it, then now I know, like, I can't lock my kid in the kennel like while I go to work. <laughs> right. So that, yeah. you know, I learned some rules to follow. <laughs> I, I let the dogs be the guinea pig. Oh yeah, no, but the cats still think they can eat the baby's food, uh, the kid's food. So like, mm. I put chicken nuggets out, and it's like a, she now knows to like put her hand out and shove his face away gently. Oh good, yeah, good. Yeah. So he's not happy with that. <laughs> Yeah, cats like chicken. Oh, yeah. Hey, Jeff, where can people find you online? Uh, JeffPina.com, P-I-N-A. Uh, that's the best place. Uh, my Instagram, I'm a little bit more active on right now, mm-hmm. which is just Jeff Pina makes comics. <laughs> my um, producer just said I like chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, so I, said I Jeff, Jeff Pena.com, Jeff Pena.com or Jeff Pena makes comics on Instagram. And it's Jeff J E F F J E F F. Not G O, not G O. Not G O. G O. Yeah, no, sorry. Sorry, Jeff Johns. But no, interestingly enough, the, the host of this show, the creator of the show is Jeff Spinard. He's the owner of voice America. Yeah, There's like 14 Jeffs at voice America. Oh my gosh. That's gotta be Jeff centric. We, uh, so I still work at Samurai, uh, a couple days a week and we, we were, we were in the process of hiring somebody and this guy comes up and like oh you know and he was a nice enough guy and we ended up not hiring but um he came up and they just like oh yeah this his, he were interviewing him this guy's named jeff and i just i just <laughs> look at him like i'm gonna call you dan 
<laughs> and he's like, oh, but my name is Jeff. I'm like, no, my name is Jeff. You're, you're, we're going to call you Dan. Oh, no. You, get, you just get to the point where you start labeling everybody like from yeah. Star Trek. You're like number one, oh, number yeah. two. Oh, no. And then, and, then, and then my boss goes, starts calling me other Jeff for the next week. So oh, I was no. just like – uh no. Well, you've been a samurai for almost a decade. It's now, right? been seven so years. many yeah, Jeffs. Man, it's just yeah. like other Jeff. Yeah, yeah. I'm like yeah. I'm not other Jeff. I'm only here twice a week. Just don't call me Jeff. OJ. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, Jeff, uh, thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, we really appreciate me. it. We're going to take a break here in just a second, and then coming back on the backside of the break, we have another couple of guests that are going to join us. You're happy to stay if yeah. you'd like. You know, I've, I've got, I, you ironically, got I actually have to keep uh, okay. reloading the, the bins with new artwork. So, okay. Well, yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah, that's it's a, a great thing. thing. I'm not complaining. That's, yeah, and when like we come it. back after the break, we're going to talk about um, some celebrity stuff, some autographs, uh, a little bit about those things, and find out, you know, like what's hot, what's not, what's the good stuff, and get the lowdown from uh, – from the experts in the field. So just stay tuned. We're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back from the break, we'll be talking to these folks over here. Stay tuned. We'll be right back right after these messages. Finding your frequency. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, the boys are talking spring fishing days. Tune in as a team of pros join us to talk sportfish, panfish, premier fishing hotspots, tackle, bait, and techniques. Joining us is Otta Foe, host of The Hunt for Monster Bass on Outdoor Channel, Cat Daddy from Cat Daddy's Catfishing Adventures, and Kevin Coleman, Weber Grillmaster. The Revolution is presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Follow the Voice America Variety Channel on Twitter. Our hosts always have something to say, and we know that you do too. We tweet on today's hot topics, and you're welcome to follow us. 
speak up and join in at Voice AM Variety. That's at Voice AM Variety. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. You're tuned into Finding Your Frequency with hosts Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. Connect with the show. Call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Finding Your Frequency. I am your host, Ryan Treasure, and we are coming to you live from right here at Phoenix Fan Fusion 2019 at the Phoenix Convention Center. I have my fantastic co-host joining me to my left, Mr. Andy Costello, host of Atomic Monsoon. Andy, we're back. What happened? I'm not Jeff Spinard. No, you're not. No, I'm Andy Costello. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> I do a different show called Atomic Monsoon, which you can listen to Sundays. But on you're Voice filling Friends. in for Jeff. I'm filling in for you're Jeff. Jeff in couldn't for Jeff. be here this weekend, and I already was. Yeah, and he's text messaging me, telling me that um, we're doing okay. Oh, good. Good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. He said, "Do better." I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was talking to me. Oh. Well, no, anyway, and, I, and I'm just joking. Anyways, okay. I'm trying to have fun here. At <laughs> Fan it's it's a blast here. I'm trying to just make it more confusing. It's, you're doing a great <laughs> job, Ryan. Fantastic. <laughs> you know, one of the things that uh, these these events are super huge. Like people really love their their fandom. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. you could be a fan of sports or fan of comic books mm-hmm. or movies or TV shows or whatever it is. And I think probably the most coveted item that a fan could have is something signed, right, by their favorite person. Um, and I was talking to the Lori yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we met her outside. She works with uh, D&D Cards and Memorabilia. Her son Dave is also here. And, uh, you know, for me, I like a lot of stuff, but there's one thing that far exceeds my exuberance level, and that uh-huh. is – the Arizona Cardinals and Larry Fitzgerald, right? And so when we get off of here, I'll have to talk to these guys about how I can give me some Larry stuff. Oh, he brought some Larry oh, stuff. Boy. Oh, Lori, you are a very good listener. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, welcome to the show. I really well, appreciate you taking your time. Thank you for having us. Thank you. So, um, Dave, tell us a little bit about D&D Cards and Memorabilia. Like, where'd you guys come from? Where'd you find your frequency and decide this is what you wanted to do? Oh, uh, pretty much. My dad got me into this. 30-some years ago, we go out, we get autographs and sell them, and we also deal in sports and non-sports cards. So does that mean that you get to go to a bunch of games? And- uh, games, hotels, airports, <laughs> parties, wherever somebody's at. So you're like a, uh, an autograph paparazzi. Paparazzi, stalker, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least he knows. He knows, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that... I, First of all, thank you for doing that because, yeah. you know, not all of us have time no, to go chase around our favorite people and it, get autographs. This is providing exactly. a service to the people because um, I know everybody can't do what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's true. It takes a lot of dedication, a lot yeah. of early mornings, late Most nights, late I bet. Late nights, mm-hmm. hours, not sleeping. Hours of it. Because I know the funny thing, especially with sports stars, is they're just like have the weirdest schedules. Weirdest schedules. Weird, especially if it's same, off season. Same thing with celebrities. Sometimes you're out 5 a.m. waiting all night, 12 <laughs> hours, just never knowing. Does the thought ever yeah. cross your head? You're like, 
what what are they doing out here right now? Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's so um what's what's the weirdest thing that you got to experience while chasing autographs? <laughs> just everything's just been so far out there. Just <laughs> you you'll, you'll see a lot of stuff out there. It's just I can't even describe some of the stuff. Just. We are in the adult-only section, yeah, by the okay. way. Yeah. So, <laughs> you don't have to worry about language. You don't have to worry about... We're, yeah. we're right next to weed dispensary. Well, we we want to be discreet on people, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, we appreciate we it. We have to keep a reputation. Yeah, and I, I, oh, I understand that, too. Because yeah. you guys probably have some relationships with some of the folks where, yeah. like, you know, oh, yeah. they're like, they call you and say, call hey... Call me, hey, this person's going to be somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I need 400 orders of Larry Fitzgerald autographs. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. Kind of like, like that. We have the so, customers requesting oddball people. Then, then I have people that tell me, hey, "Give me a call, Dave. So so is gonna be here. Be there." Right. Yeah. So, so Andy, if yeah. what what's what what's something that you would want that autograph? Like, what's your big one? I mean, besides Stanley. Ah, uh, you know I. <laughs> take it off the table no, no no you know I, I had the opportunity to meet Stan Lee a lot and I never took it and uh, now that he's gone uh, I don't uh, here's the thing is I, I had six or seven opportunities and I never took them and so that's on me mm-hmm. um, I probably could have I probably should have but uh, you know alright cool I messed that one up um, at this point I, I've met Kevin Eastman one of the creators of the Ninja Turtles nice um, and he's here this weekend I have never met Peter Laird the other creator of the Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. um, so he's kind of the one like the one in my and I'm not like a big autograph guy right like yeah. I, I totally respect what the people who want to do that oh, right? yeah, and of I, course. I you know um, I have a ton of things that I've gotten signed at the conventions over the years, but like Peter Laird's kind of the one like obvious hole that's missing where it's like, well, half of this turtle's poster is signed. Yeah. The other half is very much not. And, uh, I would like to, to get, get that. Taken care of. Yeah. Cause yeah. you're looking at it. Oh yeah. Plus, uh, and not a knock against anyone, but like, he's kind of getting up there in years yeah. and you know, I don't know. You never know. You never know. Never know. Um, you know, I, I like to tell the story back in 2008, I, I happened to see Dio when he was touring with Black Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was nice. like, I want to go see Dio before it's too late. And literally a year and a half later, almost to the day, he passed away. And I was like, you know what, I'm really glad I went and saw him uh, when I got the chance. Um, yeah. You know, and so, uh, yeah, any, you know, okay, I, I, I bought the Stanley one, yeah. um, but Peter Lay would be great. Um, if there's any Jack Kirby stuff out there that I could afford. <laughs> um, that, would, that would be super great to have, uh, but I know a lot of his autographs yeah. because he died in '94. Or shoot so if you guys, uh, if you guys are out there and you're listening to the show live right now, uh, you can come down to the Phoenix uh, uh, Phoenix uh, Convention. Blah, blah, blah. I always say con- Phoenix Convention. It's Phoenix, the Phoenix Con- Convention Center at the Phoenix for Phoenix Fan Fusion. Phoenix Fan Fusion at, at the, the Phoenix, Phoenix Convention, Convention Center. Center. This it's is just, why this is why we're calling it Phoenix Confusion. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and we're at booth five thirty one. Five thirty one, and you guys are uh, downstairs. Downstairs, downstairs second, lower level. Lower yeah. level. Awesome. awesome. Yeah, we'll and, definitely have to come over there. And, and I have about a hundred thousand photos on display. Nice. Oh boy! Signed, so. Yeah, when we get even count that. When now. Andy no. and I get done with the show today, one of the things we're going to be doing is a little more walking around, mm-hmm. meandering. Um, one of the premises of what we're doing while we're here is we have this live radio show that we're doing. Um, we have a Paramount executive from Hollywood coming in to do her show today at 4 o'clock. She'll be sitting here doing her show live. But the other cool thing is um, Andy and I are really giving a, a nice audio version of a behind-the-scenes as we walk around the event and talk mm. to different vendors and artists mm-hmm. and you know those types of things. And so we're capturing all of that. And so later on this weekend, we'll be publishing um, a podcast that will be a behind-the-scenes of the 2019 
2019 Phoenix uh, uh, Fan Fusion, and we'll we'll have the Todd Knock interview mm-hmm. and Tom Levine mm-hmm. and, and which, uh, uh, Richard and, and Wendy. Pini yeah, Richard and Wendy from ElfQuest. Yeah. Which, uh, if you guys don't know, that comic has been alive for 40 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reading some information about them last yeah. night. They're literally considered like the most pivotal pivotal fantasy storyline in comics. like ever. Yeah. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the fact that we got to interview them yesterday was super well, amazing. Well, that's why when we were walking past and they were just sitting there eating cookies, it's with because they hadn't, they hadn't <laughs> let the people in yet. I, I, yeah, I was just like, uh, we're gonna go talk to them yeah. because we're not gonna get this chance ever again. So, <laughs> so Dave, what about you? I mean, you you probably seen a lot of different autographs and a lot of celebrities. Do you have something of yours that you have that you hold that's your personal? Everything's favorite? for sale. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's spoken like a true entrepreneur. Yeah, no, everything's, everything's for sale. sale. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. The only thing at my house that's not for sale is my turntables uh, <laughs> That's it. those i'm That's keeping fair. those i'm keeping because like we were talking about earlier right um like when i play records it's like mm-hmm. your your art when you draw right, right? when i right. when i play records and i mix music together you know that is the ultimate feeling is when i'm playing something and mm-hmm. somebody else is like yeah i'm grooving that i'm feeling mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. you know then then you know so definitely not getting rid of the turntables <laughs> most stuff most stuff is for sale sure everything's for sale so where's your guys's website where can people find you on the interwebs we're not on website yet i'm facebook I'm, Facebook, not yet, but I'll, I'll have something up soon. Okay. Uh, just you can email me for now, naubaseball99 at yahoo.com. If you're ever looking for anything or just want to talk, I'm more knowledgeable than anybody you're probably going to meet. I know a lot about the non-sport cards, the sealed wax boxes, and autographs in general. That's awesome. Okay. That's awesome. Sounds great. Well, thank you guys. Guys, give them a, a, a shout over email, naubaseball99 at yahoo.com. And Dave, you're local here, right? You guys Correct. are here in Phoenix. Yeah, we're local. We'll, we'll connect. So yeah, I don't know if, I don't know if you know this ship. about Voice America, we but we're, we're like the leaders in online internet talk radio. We've been doing this for 20 years. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of other stuff in digital space that we do really well that you need um, maybe some assistance with setting up your Facebook fan page yeah. and getting your website going, a shopping cart, yeah. uh, some of those things. I can help you with that. Okay, so we thank you. Definitely talk yeah, about that. Definitely, definitely. Do. definitely. Awesome. Definitely. Well, hey guys, we're going to take another quick commercial break. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk to these folks right over here from Mint Dispensary. Uh, as you guys know, uh, listening to Finding Your Frequency over the last month or so, we've done several different shows around the topics of medical marijuana, CBD usage, and you know how a lot of that's been impacting folks and helping uh, people get off of uh, opiates and some of those kind of things. So we're going to talk to the folks over at Mint Dispensary and see what's happening over there uh, and see what the world of medical marijuana is doing and how that ties into Phoenix confusion. See, it's even uh-huh. more confusing, uh-huh. right? But I would imagine maybe it's just because video games and weed go together. I'm not sure. Uh, People keep telling me that, and I keep not smoking anything. Well, you know, <laughs> I don't. For and I don't. My opponents in Street Fighter. And I don't play video games because oh, well. I lose. That's why I stop playing them. <laughs> well, guys, stay tuned. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back from the break, we'll be talking to these folks over here. Stay tuned. We'll be right back right after these messages. Finding your frequency. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, the boys are talking spring fishing days. Tune in as a team of pros join us to talk sportfish, panfish, premier fishing hotspots, tackle, bait, and techniques. Joining us is Otta Foe, host of The Hunt for Monster Bass on Outdoor Channel, Cat Daddy from Cat Daddy's Catfishing Adventures, and Kevin Coleman, Weber Grillmaster. The Revolution is presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Follow the Voice America Variety Channel on Twitter. Our hosts always have something to say, and we know that you do too. We tweet on today's hot topics, and you're welcome to follow us. Speak up and join in at Voice AM Variety. That's at Voice AM Variety. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com 
follow the Voice America Variety Channel on Twitter. Our hosts always have something to say, and we know that you do too. We tweet on today's hot topics, and you're welcome to follow us. Speak up and join in at Voice AM Variety. That's at Voice AM Variety. You're tuned into Finding Your Frequency with hosts Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. Connect with the show. Call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Yeah, that's right. You guys heard the phone number, 866-472-5788. This is your opportunity. We got about nine minutes or ten minutes left in this uh in this hour of finding your frequency, so make sure you call in if you want to have a conversation. And if you want to get some questions answered um, about how medical marijuana is saving the world, now would be a great time because we have none other than the regional manager of Mint Dispensaries and Dr. Green Certs, Rudy right here, and also uh, Bud Tender from Mint Dispensary. Trey, hey, welcome you guys to the show. Thank you very much. Thanks Appreciate for having us, yo. Yeah, you know what's kind of funny is uh, the the reason why we're here at the uh, the Phoenix Fan Fusion in the first place is we have been operating a radio show with Paramount executive Summer Helene uh, for a many a year. She's worked on a lot of the Marvel stuff that you guys have seen, a lot of the music scores that you guys hear in the movies and such. And so she's one of our uh, one of our clients. We produce her radio show. She comes here every year. We do radio. They make a big stink and cuss and do all kinds of stuff. And then they <laughs> said last year, I said, hey, you guys, we're going to have to put you down at the end with some signs that say like adult content. It's a family friendly event. Right. And then we ended up just right next to the dispensary and you guys are the only that's person right. that's here so you know yeah, the first yeah. ones we got here. it it's fantastic so yes. welcome to the show we really appreciate it uh later on today at four o'clock summer helene will be here doing her show as well so make sure you guys tune in for that but you okay. know let's uh let, let let's ask one question why is uh is mint here what are you guys doing at the at the uh, convention First, more than anything, we're just trying to allow to open up more of the awareness, mm-hmm. uh, allowing people to have a conversation with us where mainly, well, they're not really allowed to go in to a dispensary or more importantly, sometimes it is intimidating to walk into a dispensary, uh, let alone a clinic as well. So we're just allowing them to have a conversation. Let us know what questions you have, what is, if you do have anything to hold back against a dispensary or a clinic, let's talk about it now. Um, and we're extremely open-minded and not trying to change anyone's mind, just trying to educate people as much as possible. That's awesome. So, Trey, um, you your day-to-day job over at the Mint is kind of helping the patients as they come in to, yeah. like, determine, okay, hey, you're, you have your card for what? Like, some people might have Crohn's disease or might have chronic pain yeah. or whatever it is. And so you're kind of helping them to discern which products that you guys have at the dispensary will work best for their ailments, right? Yeah, you hit it right on the head with us being so big. We carry so many different products, and they can be intimidating. So mm-hmm. uh, my job is to get to know that patient, um, find out what their needs are, what they're looking to take care of, and then, like you said, pinpoint what product is best for them. Um, Everybody is different, so finding out exactly who they are and what they need is definitely key before anything else. Yeah, yeah. you bring up a good point. Um, I, I was telling Rudy earlier, we've done uh, you know two or three shows on uh, CBD and cannabis over the last couple of months, and um, all of them have been have been really cool. Um, and 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 that's one thing that we've learned talking to a lot of these experts that um, you know those, those CBD products, even THC, some some sometimes it works for people, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. You know, I had a I had a guy on that uh, we were talking about, and you know he had like arthritis in his hands and had some all kinds of crazy 
crazy stuff going on. And he had tried, you know, all kinds of different medications and different things to help his hands and nothing worked. Um, he tried some CBD cream and did that for about a two week regimen and boom, he was back up and operational. The inflammation was gone on his hands and everything was working. Yeah. And then we had another woman that was on where she had like a bad knee and all that kind of stuff. And they were doing the same exact regimen as that guy and nothing worked for her. You know, the, 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 the CBD didn't work. Then she went and got her card. She's like, all right, well, let me combine the CBD with the THC and see if that active ingredient is better. Because as you know, the CBD that comes from hemp sucks compared to the CBD that comes from cannabis. Uh, and so we went on that route to try that, and that didn't work for her either. So she ultimately ended up staying on pharmaceutical medication because none of those worked for her. In that case, what do you do? Like, how do you get away? I don't want people taking pills. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, the big the big key there is just the education on the products. I don't uh, uh, just letting them know why that this product might work or why they would want to try that product. Uh, with there being so many, it's kind of nervous just try jumping into anything new. So I think the education on the products is what's key. Um, like you said, the CBD cream or what we have might not work, but the fact that they're educated and uh, know exactly what it is, what's trying, and maybe why that did not work or what did work yeah. is definitely key. Yeah, and I would have probably directed her to something systemic and oral, right, at that point, mm -hmm. if the topical's not working. Right, right, yeah. So if it's the topical's not working, obviously you can go into edibles. Just still, obviously, you're inducing it. It matters the way you're... you're edible you're, is systemic. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's everywhere. It's everywhere, yes. Um, a lot of people don't want to or shy away from actual smoking it or vaping it. Um, if that's not something you want to do, obviously, there's other ways they can actually induce the, the medicine. Um, there are even ways that you can do it both ways. So you can end up doing an edible and, and end up end up still doing a topical or doing something else, a combination of each. Yep. There are ways that you can still get over and what we call exit out of all the other uh, uh, big pharma stuff. Yeah. So the reason I have my card in the first place is because I have a, a, a back injury. And um, that is exactly what I found that works for me. Mm -hmm. Right. My, my morning regimen is I do some 1600 milligram one-to-one -one tinctures, right. That's an oral. Uh, and then I also have, uh, I think it's, uh, the company's like THC something or other, but it's the same thing. It's a, it's a 500 milligram one-to-one -one topical. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I put that on my lower back and between that combination right there, I've been able to, for the last, um, I don't know, six years now, um, I haven't taken one pharmaceutical medication other than every once in a while I take ibuprofen. Right. right, but uh, but other right. than that, yeah, I I was taking uh, uh, Percocets and all kinds of other muscle relaxers and all that kind of stuff, and none of it gone. So, I'm, I guess I'm a, I'm a testament. <laughs> and, and you know, testify. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you know, it also depends on exactly what your ailment is. For instance, we have a doctor at Doctor Greenserts uh, that has uh, cancer, and he's been able to move to different products. He moved from one product brand to another product brand, and he noticed his numbers were going back up. His cancer cells, or the cancer number, was going back up. Mm after he had gone to the doctor. So he says, you know what, that particular brand might not be the best one for me. Take a look at what's happening with the rest of your patients to see if you're getting the same feedback as myself. And if you are, we've got to get that tested to make sure it's actually giving you the right amount of THC. And then if it's not, you know, we obviously need to move on to a different brand, but we've got three or four different brands of he yeah. uses Rick Simpson oil, so RSO. Mm -hmm. uh, he's now using uh, particularly the, the brand high grade. It's done great for him. He's actually yep. dropped another point. So he's actually right where he should be as normal, say in air quotes here. Um, and so I, I think that speaks volumes. Yeah, and I had a it. similar experience too with RSO where I ended up trying a couple of different brands and like the, you know, the milligrams or whatever was the same across the brands. Sure. Um, and then I ran across a Pura Earth product that's a one-to-one -one yeah, RSO. Yeah. Boom, that one-to-one -one was the difference maker, mm -hmm. right? And um, so now I've learned that I sandwich RSO between uh, gummy berms, gummy bears. And it helps with that taste. RSO tastes good. Yeah, yeah. The gummy bears <laughs> so are totally put on there like a... 
little chocolate or something, a little Hershey, something to take care of that taste there for sure. So I want to get Andy involved. We only have yeah. a couple more minutes left, four minutes in the show. But, you know, Andy, I know um, you are a uh, – you don't drink alcohol. Right. You don't right. smoke marijuana. You right. don't do – you drink water and soda and eat regular food, and that's <laughs> yeah. about it. Yeah, and I will take and the occasional ibuprofen, and ibuprofen. that's kind of it. So, yeah, so uh, from your perspective as a person who kind of like, you know, isn't part of – I guess the the medicinal component of marijuana. What sure. is what is your take? Because I will always have that question for you know people who are you know maybe not in that. I don't want to call it an industry, but you're not um, you're not riding the same skateboard that right, like right. me and Rudy are, right? Yeah. Um, so what 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 is your take on on the whole marijuana thing? I think it's great. Um, I. So yeah, like you said, I'm straight edge. I don't I don't personally <laughs> partake, and that's but Aaron, I don't. Aaron, Aaron takes thumbs. Okay, great. <laughs> He's our producer in the studio. <laughs> That's spectacular. Um, no, no, I just I choose not to take uh, anything, but I am not opposed to other people do as long as I mean as long as people are doing it responsibly, they're not abusing it, right? And I, I feel that way about any drug, right? Any any aspirin, any you know, um, tums, whatever, right? <laughs> right. You know, like it's going to take a lot of tums to overdose on it, but you can do it. Um, you know, so yeah, if people if people are getting help and they're getting they're getting uh, what they need out of the medical marijuana. I'm I'm 100% in favor of it. I'm all for legalizing anything that's going to help people live a healthier life. You know, um, yeah. As long as I same. I mean, same with cigarettes and alcohol. Like if you can do it and you're not hurting other people and you're not going to go, you know, drink a whole bunch or get real high and go driving. Like like I, I don't care. There's <laughs> a sense of responsibility that still has to fall into yeah. any type yeah. of drug you're taking. Yeah. Uh, no matter where it falls in the spectrum of the state or the federal, wherever that may be. Right. Yeah. But I'll be honest with you your perspective is extremely important because the it people is. who are already doing the medicinal part mm-hmm. are obviously in favor because we're in the medicinal part. Right. But when we have support from people who are not necessarily partaking, mm-hmm. but yet still have mm-hmm. the that support, that's extremely important for us. Oh, well, thank you. I'm glad so to hear we that. We appreciate the yeah, fact that you're yeah, voicing that and you're actually, you know, you're open about it. Yeah, yeah. It's important because it validates that, you know, we're all not nuts. Right. You know what right. I mean? Well, and I mean, okay, so I, I haven't, done anything I, I i quit drinking in 2006 i've i've never smoked a cigarette i've never done any Good. any narcotics i've never done anything okay. like that right um i took some painkillers when i tore my acl in 2002 and that's kind of the hardest core thing i did and even that i got off in like two weeks um I, and it's just for me i drink I, I drink a lot of water and i sleep a lot and that feel fixes most of what's going on with me however i don't have a, a back injury right i i tore my acl it's been surgically repaired there are days where, especially when the weather is weird, where yeah. like it'll get a little achy, but like, okay, fine. Like I, but that's not to say that later in my life, I won't be at a point where I might change my mind. Right. right? And I might, I might be in a situation yeah, where one of the things for me was like, when you, when your doctor prescribes you opiates, especially it really messes with your physiology right. in, in the perspective of, you know, like you become unregular, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's bad. Like I need to know that when I get up in the morning, I'm going to handle my business and do my thing for my day. And then right. that, you know, those, some of those pills, they stop you up. They mess up the way that your body functions. They right. don't let your, you know, your body metabolize even nutrients properly when you're right. eating food. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I got to a point where it was just like, I couldn't live like that anymore. I felt like I felt like a change had to be made, and so that's what we did. I had yeah. to make a change. Yeah, so, hey, sure. thank you guys for joining us. What's yeah, your website? Where can people find you guys at? DrGreenSearch.com and obviously MintDeals.com. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for joining us. We're going to wrap up the hour here. looks like we've got about 30 seconds left. Make sure you guys go check out the podcast. We're on all of your favorite podcast apps, Google, TuneIn, Stitcher, uh, Apple, and of course on the big boy Spotify now taking on everybody in the game when it comes to podcasting. So we're on there as well. Go check it out. I will never be on iHeartRadio. So... 
don't go look for us there. <laughs> Again, Ryan Treasure from Finding a Frequency. Andy, thanks for joining us, man. Absolutely. I and go find in. me at Atomic Monsoon at AtomicMonsoon.com yep. or right here on Voice America Variety. And tune in just a little bit later on today, 4 p.m. Pacific time. We'll have Behind the Scenes with Summer Holine. Uh, just got off the phone with her assistant a little bit ago. They are in town. They are here at oh, Con. They'll be doing their show live at 4. So tune in. Thank you so much. We'll be back next week right here on Finding Your Frequency. <laughs> 